This week we have a double parsha, the parsha of Chukas and the parsha of Balak, and there's so many different ideas within them. But one um, idea, which really is a common denominator between the two, is the idea of um, transformation, total transformation. Uh, Parsha's Chukas opens up with a person who has become impure, Tommy, because they've come in contact with the dead, which is the most severe form of impurity in the Torah. And the whole opener of the Parsha is how that person can be purified. And that's the whole uh, mitzvah of the Para Aduma, the red heifer, which is the tremendous concept of purification of one who is impure, the concept of transformation from impure to pure. The next week's Parsha, I'm sorry, the next Parsha, which we read this week as well, is Balak, and the entire narrative of the Parsha is of this very evil uh, prophet or sorcerer named Bilam, who comes to curse the Jewish people, and instead of cursing them time and time again, although he wants very much to curse them and plans to curse them, but Hashem transforms those curses into blessings, as the Pasuk says, that Hashem actually transformed the curses that he intended to become blessings instead. So both parshiyos have that common denominator of transformation, of uh, impurity um, to purity, and curses to blessings. And that concept of transformation is very much underscored in another very interesting um, part in the first parsha, Parshas Chukas. It talks there about a time when the Jewish people sinned, um, and they spoke against Hashem, and they spoke against Moshe, and that particular time Hashem punished them by sending um, snakes and serpents that bit them, and people were dying. And they come to Moshe and they say, we've sinned, you know, daven for us, pray for us. And when Moshe, what Hashem tells Moshe is, take a, um, a, a, really a statue of a serpent and put it up on a stick, and anyone who's bitten by a serpent should look at that statue, and that will bring them um, uh, healing, and they will be healed. And that's what Moshe Rabbeinu does. He creates this uh, statue of a snake, a serpent, and puts it on a stick, and that's what people do. They look at it, and they are healed. And here we have a very interesting concept, which is the same serpent, which was the killer, because this punishment was through those serpents who bit, and they um, killed the people through that. That statue of the serpent became the healer as well, so that the problem was transformed to be the antidote, to be the healing of the problem as well. Now, what's behind this idea? of the serpent who initially was a killer and then becomes their healer. So Rashi brings from the Gemara, it says that, of course, just looking up at that serpent didn't heal them. But rather, when the Jewish people did shuva, when they repented, or to quote the Gemara, when they were mishabit eslibam, when they subjugated their hearts to Hashem, then, look. so they looked up at the serpent and they were looking at heaven, they reminded themselves of Hashem, they did shuva, they did repentance, and therefore they were healed. So that the healing powers of the serpent was through the repentance that they did. And here we have a very powerful lesson. Repentance is a personal transformation. right? A person has the negative impulses and desires in the heart. When we subjugate them to Hashem, we're doing an internal transformation. When the person is transforming their negative desires for positive, then that person affects that Hashem transforms the serpent. Then instead of the serpent being the killer, the serpent is the healer. And here's the powerful message. 
there's internal transformation that is expected of us to work on and to do, which therefore then causes that Hashem should cause the great transformation, that those powers, those evils that seem to be, be they a serpent, be they a bilam, be they the impurities of this world, by us doing our job in transform in our internal transformation, we cause Hashem to transform the negatives and the evil powers and make them holy, make them pure as well. I'll take this one step further and share a very beautiful idea. It says that Moshe Rabbeinu, when he made this um, statue of the snake, he says he made nechash nechoshes. He made a snake that was made out of copper. Why made out of copper? So Rashi says because the word nechosh, which means snake, is the same root as the word Nechoshes, which is copper. Moshe says, if Hashem said the word Nechosh, a snake, that's connected with the word Nechoshes, which is copper. Okay, a word thing. The interesting thing, though, is when you look at the Torah, when Hashem said to make it, he didn't use the word Nechosh. He said to to make a saraf, which is a serpent. So here we have Moshe says, Hashem said Nechosh. Hashem said a snake. And yet the wording in the Torah is saraf, which is a serpent. So, what we must understand is that Hashem said both. Hashem said, make a, um, a snake, which is a serpent, a nachash, a saraf. And um, the Torah only mentions one of the names. But Hashem said both. But it's interesting that all, the Torah doesn't mention the word nachash as the snake when it comes to healing, um, even though Hashem did say it. Why would that be? And the Rebbe explains, based on a different medrash, the medrash says that when it comes to doing shuva, when it comes to the concept of a person who sins, and then the person has to repent. So it says, um, Medrash says they can't, that in heaven they ask the Torah, what should a person do if he sinned? And the Torah said, well, let him do tshuva, and let him bring a korban, let him bring a sacrifice, an asham, and that will bring him atonement. And then they asked Hashem, and Hashem said, just do tshuva, and that's enough. So it's explained in Sfarim that Torah doesn't the, the Torah the level of the connection to Hashem that we have through Torah has been hurt, so to speak, when we sinned. And therefore Torah says, in order for us to do tshuva, we do repentance, and the repentance turns our sins into like something accidental, and then if it's accidental, we're bringing a carbon for it. Hashem, though, who our connection to Hashem is even beyond Torah, says, do tshuva, and that will fully transform it, even without a carbon. Hashem empowers us to truly transform, totally transform a sin through tshuva, through repentance, to, this, to, the, uh, to the extent where the sin is totally absolved, um, even without a korban. So that Hashem, the ultimate power of transformation, is in the hands of Hashem himself, even beyond Torah. Says the Rebbe. That's why here in our parsha as well. In the Torah, it doesn't say that the nachash itself that the snake itself, the killer itself, is the is the source of healing. That level of transformation is not found in the words of the Torah. But Hashem told Moshe, Hashem said, make a nachash, because Hashem empowers us to that total and ultimate transformation through our tshuva, to that which is totally uh, impure and totally against Hashem, through, pop, through proper avodah, through proper tshuva, we're able to fully transform and bring it to the purity and complete, uh, complete purity and holiness that Hashem allows us to have. Have a wonderful Shabbos.